Ladies and gentlemen, we are back on the Button Road Show with the amazing Joey Ike. Am I saying it right? Is it Ike? Yeah, Ike is in Ike and Tina. Oh my God, we got you know. I, I love those references. They make me feel all fuzzy inside. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, Joey? I'm doing good. I just realized I heard overheard that you guys were going to come to that show in New York a couple weeks ago. Yes, you had a show, you know, we made the plans, we put it on the calendar, I told my wife, I said, listen, we're going to go see her, because my wife, she loves your music, she's always talking about it, I'm always talking about it, and uh, then the day came, and I don't know what the hell happened, but uh, I ended up just coming home at night and realizing, shit, today was the show. <laughs> uh, it's, no, it's no big deal, it wasn't like right now, so. I, can, I find that very hard to believe. Yeah, so it, was, it was a rough night, and we, we had an earlier slot in the evening, so you know how that goes. You what know. time you guys went on? We went on at 7, so, and ideally we would have gone on at 8 or 9 o'clock, so. Yeah, I just had a gig, too. I had a gig last Tuesday. I think I went on, like, at 7.30. I don't like the early slots. As soon as I got yeah. off the stage, the place got packed. Yeah, it's like 8, between 8 and 11. Those are the kind of the sweet spots in New York, it feels like, on a weeknight, at least. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And uh, yeah. You, I gotta ask you, are you like actually trained in music, or was this just something that happened? Because you really are phenomenal. I've seen videos. I constantly spin the record. So, just tell us about oh. Joey Ike. No, I, I did want to say thanks so much. I mean, every time you guys tweet, I, I see that. And I'm just like, yeah, thanks. Um, <laughs> that means a lot. I'm sure, you know, independent artists we rely on that things like that. So that means a lot. Um, no, I'm not trained. Uh, well, I took lessons growing up as a kid, but stopped probably after middle school. Um, and then I didn't pick it up again until after college. So at this point now, it's probably been about eight or nine years that I've been playing um, consistently and have been living um, as a songwriter um, for the last four and a half years or so. So, um, yeah, it's, it's just one of those things that I just kept the more and more... Um, I did it, the more it just became important to me, and so I decided that, you know, I wanted this to be my life, and songs kept coming, and I just really wanted to share them with people. So, um, so what was it that made you do it after college? Um, I had so much time on my hands after, after school, um, and I remember just, I would go to work in the morning, and I'd come home, and I was like, what do I do with myself? I have nothing to do with myself. Um, <laughs> and that was just a rough season for me, too, transition, so there were, there were plenty of material, you know, a lot, a lot to write, a lot to work on, um, and so I just, I remember coming home from work and just, like, being in my room for hours on end, writing songs, and just living on my piano. It's yeah. incredible, man, like, uh, yeah. while we were playing, uh, while we were playing your tracks, Bud looks at me and he says, man, she's like, she's like Nora Jones, I'm like, yeah says so on her site too <laughs> yeah uh nori jones i'm actually a big fan of hers and i i heard your music and it's just you sound very similar and that's a that's a good thing i mean you have your own unique sound but it reminds me so much of her that it's a lot of soul yeah it's very soulful music oh thanks thanks i do i do really like her stuff Tell us about your band because I'm I'm looking here and it's you know especially when listening to the recordings you could tell it was obviously a full band so tell us about your band tell us how you got connected with them. 
Um, well, I play with um, three other musicians. Um, I'm on piano, and um, I have a percussionist who is uh, who plays a mix of kit and um, hand percussion. Um, nice. And so kind of gives stuff a world music sound, at mm-hmm. least in our live performances. Um, his name is Ryan Sotheby's, and I ran into him about a year ago, and have been playing consistently with him. Um, and for my other uh, other players, Jason Raffalak, he um, is also based here in Pittsburgh. Everyone's pretty much based here in Pittsburgh. Um, and he's on upright bass. And um, we had a, a, a cellist, Eleanor Graham, who just moved out of Pittsburgh not too long ago. So basically our instrumentation is piano, percussion, upright bass, and cello. So it's got this, it's got this interesting cross between pop soul, but due to the, the cello and upright bass, has this folk vibe too. That kind of works its way into some songs. So... I feel like it's very, um, it's very cross-genre. It kind of hits several different ends of the music spectrum as far as sound. And I, I admire people that play upright bass. I used to work at Guitar Center, and uh, I was always upset because Sam Ash had the upright bass. We didn't have it at that fucking Guitar Center. But I would go to, I would go to Sam Ash and try to play. It's a different, it's a different like ball game, bro. Yeah, I'm just as yeah. someone who doesn't play. Instruments. What exactly is an upright bass? It's that those big wooden bases that you see people like rolling. Is usually on oh, one wheel. It looks like have... a cello. Yeah. All right. yeah. That shit is crazy. Yeah. And, and how did you meet everybody? I just feel like it's it's been through relationships. You know, I think I remember meeting my uh, my upright bass player through another singer songwriter. Actually, um, I competed against some other guy that he was playing with. Um, at, a, at a, some acoustic competition, and then he came up to me afterwards, and he offered to to join me on some sets in the future if I was looking for someone. And for, at this point now, it's been about um, two and a half, two and a half, three years that I've known him and have been playing with him. And I met my drummer through him, um, and then my cello player I just met through another musician in Pittsburgh. So it's just been a lot of relationships that have developed um, over the last few years, and. Um, and a lot of times, unfortunately, I don't get to always travel with them. And in most cases, I don't because uh, it's, it's really hard to. Yeah. It's expensive, and, but when we can, we play together, especially locally and regionally. So. And it says you 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 play an average of 130 dates a year. Yeah, I try and, and that's insane. Yeah, so, they keep me busy, and I really enjoy it, and trying to trying to conquer the world <laughs> so what, what's a what's a baseball season how many how many games is that 162 wow yeah you're pretty much almost an entire baseball season of performances you're uh, more performances than an nba team an nhl team <laughs> that's crazy uh nfl team mls that's funny that's insane and what do you play do you just kind of keep it in the tri-state area or you go all around um, in the past years, it's been it's definitely been tri-state, but this year I've just really been trying to get out of my comfort zone and expand a little bit more. And um, when I first started, I was doing a lot of the like, Philly, New York, DC, and um, more cities that were around my my geographical area. Yeah. You know, Central PA and the Ohio's and things like that. But um, this year, I got to move out a little bit further and. Um, and do a Midwest tour, and also um, I just came back from a Northeast tour that was that hit up um, as far as Rhode Island. So 
just trying to expand a little bit, but not not take on too much. So I just really want to be able to go to places where I can continue to return on a regular basis and build my fan base and just really connect with the people that are coming out to shows. So, is it a label that books your tours, or is this strictly independent? Um, this is independent. Um, my my last job, and That's I crazy. had this job that I was working as a publicist, and I was doing booking and PR um, for authors. Really? Uh, yeah. So when I left that job, I just I loved. I still love that part of it. It's like that. That I don't know something about marketing that really excites me, and so yeah, I me love too. Doing that. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you. I'm a and geek. That's what the reason I contacted you guys so I was just like everything you guys have on your website everything is so sharp you know it's clean and it, you know I, I pretty much designed everything on the website this shit is like this is my forte man yeah it's nice yeah it's really clean so you know what got you into let's say marketing because you know I'm being a musician you obviously have to market yourself but very few musicians know how to market themselves. And going on your website, you have, you obviously have a good presence online. It's not a bullshit website. You guys can check it out, joeyike.com. But um, what got you into that aspect? Um, well, I just remember, well, for as long as I can remember, even being a kid, I always wanted to know, you know, let people know about things. Um, even like in my, my Easter days, I would just be the one that would want to tell of my other the other kids in youth group about things that were happening and make sure I could get out as many people as possible um, and that just followed me through you know my high school my college years I just wanted to be able to like you know get the word out about things and promote things and so after college I got this job at this book publishing company and my, my responsibility was to kind of create press kits for authors and um book them on radio and television interviews and just do things that would help them get their name out more and I just found that I was always passionate about the marketing aspect of things and you know how to not only be good at what you do but how to make other people know that you exist so that it kind of gives worth to what you do you know so that it gives life to what you do but you know you can be really good at what you do but if you don't have an audience then then why do it exactly exactly because that's uh, I think being from New York, I mean, I can't really speak from uh, from a Pennsylvania aspect because I've been born and raised in Brooklyn. But being from New York, I've seen a ton of people, especially in the in the music uh, industry, not even the industry, just the scene in the city because you can't really call it industry. But uh, you got these people and they're so fucking talented. It's sick. But their marketing is shit. Yes, yeah. and that kills it. That kills it, and it, uh, it's so painful to to see s- such a uh, an amazing voice, an amazing talent suffer because they don't have the quote unquote a r- right amount of money for marketing. Right. That's why I'm so grateful yeah. that I know this shit. Yeah, no, I hear you, and that 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 hits like that hits me, and that hurts me the same way. And I always, I'm always just like, what can I do? You know, what can I do? Like, do I want to jump ship and? work in the PR world and like leave music because no, I, I love them you cannot do so that much. with a voice like yours you should not do that <laughs> thank you that would be a sin <laughs> no you gotta look at it like this how many people in the world wish they can do what she does yeah I mean the truth is that uh, it's 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 sad when you look at the music. This is something I'm glad that I'm on with uh, with a musician. I'm sitting here next to another one. 
I forgot to tell you this. I, I meant to tell you this. I said something I to discuss tonight. Um, have you heard of that Gangnam Psy song? No. It's that. It, it's a hit. The, the, it's a Korean guy. It's like a uh, pop techno oh. hit. It's a hit or yeah, it's a bullshit hit? It's a bullshit hit, but it's a hit. And I was thinking about it, and it shows where the music industry is at right now, that this guy is getting so much play. And there are so many talented artists out there that aren't. And just because he had... It, it's ba- the, the, the song is basically a Korean, I'm sexy and I know it. Oh, my God. And uh, it's crazy. And, and even you look at those guys, LMFAO, not all that talented. And it's not about talent. It's not, and that's the it's, that's the saddest part. It's no longer about talent. You have the Rihanna's on top who can't sing a lick for shit. When she doesn't have all that stuff in the studio backing her, if you've ever heard her live, she sounds like a dying cat. Yeah. And it's terrible that there's t- so many talented artists out there, so many talented people that are struggling to make it, doing it's something insane. they love, an art form that they love that they're just struggling. And, I mean... There needs to be a big outlet for people. Joey, that, how do you feel about the present, uh, you know, situation in the music industry? Um, well, I think, I mean, I definitely share the same aggravation that, that you just expressed. I think um, one of my biggest issues right now is, is the fact that, you know, there there are so many talented independent artists, but it's the, the only problem, really, or if you want to, like, if you want to hone in on the major problem is that we don't have the funding. And because we don't have the funding, we don't have we don't necessarily have that chance to get our music out to as broad an audience as someone who does have funding. Um, and and so it's it's like we we rely so much more on our fans, and and that's probably a good thing if we're trying to see a light at the end of the tunnel. We we have to rely on our fans, and and that fan artist relationship is so important because of that. But um, it's it's just hard, and it, it gets discouraging because you're just they're always trying to figure out, okay, what, 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 what can I do to make that, you know, that break, yeah, and kick things up, and so I don't know. It's um, it's a hard road to travel, and it's met with a lot of a lot of joys and a lot of disappointments at the same time. I think there's only one joy. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? That was pretty good. Oh, good. <laughs> I, I should get paid more than fucking Letterman for that one, man. Holy shit. But uh, and you know, that's why it brings me so much joy to like let's say because you know I play a lot of artists on the Wake and Bake, but I don't open the show with a lot of artists on the Wake and Bake. There's very few artists that I actually open the show with because you know at, as soon as you get off the air, the first song that they hear is the first song that you play. The the shit just restarts all the time. So I want the first impression of the show to be raw talent. And I can't even explain how many fucking shows Joey Ike has has pretty much started the Wake and Bake. So uh, you know it's it's phenomenal that that you're making the music that you're making, and not just that you're making it, but that you're on the show now and that you live right there in PA. You know you're right in a neighboring state, so it's 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 a great thing. Yeah, thanks thanks so much for playing playing the music. It is, and uh. I don't, I don't, I don't get to listen to the Wake and Bake very often because that's usually the time I'm falling asleep, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I don't get to listen to it very often. My body schedule is still, my sleep schedule is still very fucked up know, from my I old know. work schedule, and uh, this was my first time hearing your music, and it's just, it blew me away. Should have seen his away. face. It blew me away. I re- I rarely put my headphones back on when the music's on because I can still hear it 
from uh, from the headphones. But I really put them back on. Your music, you're a phenomenally talented artist. And, you uh, made you made Bud put the headphones on. <laughs> That's an accomplishment on this show. <laughs> now she's laughing because you know this is her first time on the show. But that's a big accomplishment on the show. Yeah, I've seen Zoe walk away from his headphones one time. Oh man, how about when I fell coming back to the headphones? <laughs> Such an ugly sight. <laughs> so tell us what you have going on. Are you recording new music? What are you doing? I know you're going to be touring still. You do 130 days a year. You have to keep touring. Yeah, um, I am. I play out as much as I can. Um, my primary goal for the rest of this year is to finish my album, which I started in June, and um, I just have uh, November is kind of the, the time I have to to finish it, and my goal right now is to release it in January, and so I'm just really excited about it, just some new songs that have been around for a few years now, and have just been wanting to get out, and um, just really excited to share it with people, so... That's and congratulations on, on the on the Kickstarter. I saw you you raised the the full amount. I was paying attention to that. Thanks. Yeah, that was that was a really exciting a really exciting month this summer. And I was just nervous. I was nervous to ask uh, fans for that much, but I'm really glad they came through. And every bit of it, every bit of it, um, and more, you know, is going directly directly to the album. So. Um, it's like nerve-wracking to ask for donations. I think it really, it really is. Yeah, because you just don't know. Like you just don't know what people think, you know. And I had, I had some people, you know, people were really supportive, but there were other people who were just like, you know, instead of asking money to go and get your album done, you should ask for money and make a studio and yeah. do your own album. But I'm just like, there is just so much that goes into building a studio, you know. And it just, it would require asking at least four times more than I was asking. But for the most part, people were just supportive, and they just really cared, and just wanted to make it, wanted to be a part of it, and that really meant a lot to me. And you know what? When uh, when I originally found the the initial application that you submitted, and we heard the song, there's very few songs that you know. I've said this before. We had it with uh, just us here. And there's very few songs that I would stop everything that I'm doing and just pay 100 percent attention to you just get those goosebumps larry stevens man larry stevens was another one too yeah and um your music just it blew me away and i'm gonna continue to to spin your tracks and you know it's, it's something that that i pride myself with uh with the wake and bake is the fact that the people that i do play i play religiously you know these djs and these hot 97 z100s they're not gonna stop playing the rihannas and the jay-z's so i'm not gonna stop playing the and joy the carly ray jimson's all the yeah all the bullshit so the same amount of publicity that these stations give these artists i'm gonna give you thank you thanks a lot so yeah we're gonna we're gonna continue to do it and uh one more time just plug your website plug all your uh, social media tell the fans where they can find you yeah, people can find me at joyike.com and J-O-Y-I-K-E. Um, and I also want to put out my, uh, I run a music marketing site, PR site, actually, which just, it's just a blog, you know, I do, it's a labor of love, and it's just a way to... Shout it out. And it's called grassrootsy.com, um, and it's grassrootsy. So, um, check me out, please visit the social networking site, and um, hope that you guys We'll continue listening to the music. No, we will. We're going to continue broadcasting, and you are a phenomenal artist. And, you know, if you want, you can check out my stuff, too. I have some stuff on buttonroach.com. Check out my stuff if you want. Next time you're in New oh, York, okay. we could collab on a track. Okay, very cool. Very cool.
I don't think I'm a better singer than you. I think I'm okay. You know, I don't. There are very few singers with as much talent as a uh, Joy Ike. Yes, yeah, it's it's phenomenal. So, uh, Joy, it was a pleasure having you on the show once again. JoyIke.com, everybody, continue to support her. Phenomenal act. She does 130 nights a year performing. Like you can't fucking, you can't knock that work ethic, man. That shit you is can. serious. That's more than a third of the year. You cannot knock that and. It's it's phenomenal music. You can't go wrong. It's amazing music. You can't amazing. go wrong listening. Amazing, amazing. So, Joy, again, it was a pleasure.